Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Knight. Did you hear about Whoopi Goldberg's uh, great revelation about Joe Biden? <laughs> this is what a way to start the show. No, no, start no. it I with was Whoopi. Just looking at this, going, <laughs> what, what did she say? She goes. She speculates that Joe Biden declassified all these documents while he was vice president. Whoopi, um, thank you for your your uh. extreme knowledge of uh, the Constitution and the presidency and uh, uh, ex- exploiting the fact that you're stupid. Well, she is stupid. Y- yet a lot of these Hollywood uh, um, elite and who've had a lot of success acting. By the way, acting is when you when you take somebody pretend. else's. Yeah, you pretend. It's essentially an extension from when you were a little kid and you used to uh, play, you know, cops and robbers or if you were playing uh, policemen or something like that, or cowboys and Indians when you were a little kid. It's an extension of that. You just keep going, you keep going, and all of a sudden you're an adult and you've gotten good at it and somebody pays you for it. And that's an, an actor. By the way, I've met some in my career. You probably have too along the way. And many of them are uh, uh, shallow people. Let's just leave it at that. When you mm-hmm. meet them on their own terms, when you meet them as who they are personally, some of them have nothing to offer. It's like, Hi, how are you? Good to meet. It's like w- 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 they play these dynamic people that are written down for, uh, on a page for them, but then when you meet them in person, then they're not so impressive. Let me just leave it at that, you know? Almost like uh, media people that you see doing the news. I mean, shallow people, but Perfect not example. impressive on and off. A little behind the scenes. Sometimes when they're doing the news, on, especially like on local television, and it's in the summertime, They'll mm-hmm. come into the studio and they'll be wearing Bermuda shorts and a T-shirt, and the, they have they go into the the changing area, their dressing rooms. And they put on a dress shirt and a tie and a sport and coat, on, but they yeah. keep the shorts on and the tennis shoes. If you pull back to a wide shot, you would see these guys who were supposedly dressed like dignified business people. <laughs> They'd be sitting there in their Bermudas or, or less sometimes. Hey, you hear that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she was on Tucker's show, and she said that she's going to finally somebody's going to have uh, the Antifa organization uh, listed as a domestic terrorist group. Listen. And I think, honestly, America is sick and tired of Antifa. Look at what they've done over years now. Just from 2020, they're responsible for nearly $2 billion in damage and many people dead. But the war is against the police. And the reason why is because Antifa is the ground troops of the Democrat Party. Not only are they the ground troops, they breed them, they raise them, and then they bail them out of jail when they get arrested. But they never get prosecuted. And that's because... Well, we know the truth. It's the Democrats in control, and it's the establishment, and it's the unelected bureaucrats that make no apologies for their support of Antifa. Well, it's time to do something about Antifa, and that's why I'm going to introduce legislation to declare Antifa domestic terrorist because they need to be taken apart. We need to investigate exactly who they are, who funds them, and then we need to make sure that whenever they come out and erupt 
in violence, attacking police officers and attacking businesses in cities like my my city, uh, in Atlanta in Georgia. We need to make sure that they're arrested and charged with domestic terrorism charges, just like the GBI did this past weekend. Enough of Antifa. They are not the anti-fascists. They are the fascists. And they always show up and, and they, they defend Democrat, Democrat causes. Not only do they attack police, but they defend the drag queens targeting our children with drag queen story time. They, they go after people when they're not vaccinated and demand they get vaccinated and wear masks during the so-called pandemic. But enough of Antifa. We've, we've had it with them, and it's time to do something about it. Yeah, that was kind of a tell, I would say. This is the anarchist group that's for vax mandates. <laughs> tell me how that works. Is that, is that in the anarchist catechism? Vax yeah. mandates? Yeah, yeah no, just I don't like think they're so. environmentalists trying to stop a police training center. We're not buying it. <laughs> Too funny. Marjorie Taylor Greene with Tucker Carlson uh, talking about what I would consider to be kind of like a no-brainer. And, and mm. I'm, I'm just amazed it hasn't been uh, introduced sooner than this. It's about time. But the sad thing about this bill, which is a great bill, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these politicians go, well, we're not going to stop this thing. We got to get on board it somehow. All right, let's 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 uh, attach a, another car, a boxcar of junk to that mm-hmm. bill. You know, they put their pork onto it, any bill that they can. And that is something else that's got to be stopped, too, because that's where little sneaky things get you know, snuck through under the umbrella of something that's actually good. Getting back to what I was talking about yesterday with, mm-hmm. with Antifa, I mean, when you think about what's happening with Joe and Carmela right now, specifically Joe with the uh, classified documents, it, it's more than a coincidence that out of the clear blue sky, I mean, with no warning at all, we have a riot in Atlanta and a, and a riot in Boston, a demonstration mm-hmm. in Boston. I mean, this isn't a coincidence, folks. This is a distraction. They're doing what they're doing so that you will stop looking at uh, what's happening in uh, with the classified documents. The classified documents, that's a real issue that we should be digging deep into because it's not just Joe forgot to bring the documents back. It would appear that it's legitimately an act of treason. And if you think Joe is a confused old guy now, this goes back to the, like, 2014, 2013. Yeah. This goes back way back uh, well, with Joe Biden. And let's straighten up what Whoopi said. She goes, oh, well, he declassified those when he was, when he was vice president. He didn't have the authority. So, number one, even if that were the case that he declassified, he stole the documents in 2014 before he had any real doing of anything, but he had no authority as vice president. He had it no time during his senatorial years or any of the years that he was in government. The only time that he had the potential authority is when he stole the election. And I did say he stole the election. And I say that because it has been proven. Everyone, all these these people go, no, 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 no. The naysayers, you know, did, did not, that's not according to the facts. Well, yeah, it is according to the facts. Hmm. You can't deny it now. It's been proven over and over and over again. But no judge will sit there and go with it because they're bought and paid for. But they will call you an election denier. That's the term that they coin, and they really press that so that after a while, 
it wasn't the issue of the election being stolen that was the issue. It was the issue of this group of people who deny things. Oh, you're an, an election denier. Oh, my goodness. How can you be an election denier? I mean, they make that to be the issue when the real issue is, was the damn election stolen? And the answer would appear to be yes. I, to anybody who's paying the, the slightest bit of attention. Let's go back to Bill Barr and uh, when he was asked whether or not anybody, uh, if they did any investigation into if the election was stolen. And he goes, oh, well, absolutely. And there was no evidence that the election was stolen. Yeah, that's true. And to find out, then again, you know, he actually lied under oath and there was no investigation. So he just said that there was. And he's doubling down. The guy is going on shows like, what was it, um, the Bill Maher show? Uh, yeah, he goes on the Bill Maher show and he's uh, still trying to knock Trump and belittle Trump. And, and I'm thinking to myself, this is a guy who's trying to rescue his reputation with, especially with the left bar is bar. He doesn't realize the stupid, I, I thought he was a smart guy. I think he's a jerk. Right. You yeah, know, I agree with you. He's a poser. He's the kind of guy who. He looks like he could be a smart guy. He was, I mean, the attorney general. That's a big deal. You got to think that anybody makes it to the attorney general post is uh, is a real smart guy. But then you realize as you get older, that's not necessarily the case. Many times people who make it to these high positions, they get there because they kiss derrière. En français, s'il vous plaît, check it in the... Uh, <laughs> check it in your French to English dictionary. They kiss butt. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to clear that up for yes. you. you know, yeah, yeah. They kiss butt, and all of a sudden they're attorney general. And uh, a guy like Bill Barr, I would imagine that when he was attorney general the first time, it was uh, a, kind of a soft job. I mean, he, he didn't have to do a heck of a lot. He could hide amongst all of the other bureaucrats, and he could go to all the nice parties. Oh, the attorney general is here. Isn't that nice? Oh, attorney general Barr. They, they call him general. General Barr, how are you, sir? And he would nod, I'm sure, and enjoy all the the, uh, the accoutrements that go with uh, being the attorney general. But when he became the attorney general under Trump, Oh wait a second! I gotta work my derriere off again. I gotta, I gotta prove that I'm a a good lawyer. I gotta actually fight and stand up for stuff. And I, wait, in doing so, I'm gonna alienate some of my long term friends in Washington. Part of the deep state won't like me. Oh, I don't want to do that. So I think, I think he's trying to uh, ingratiate himself with the uh, the deep state again. I think he has uh, made a big mistake. I think Barr has made a big mistake. I think it'll come back to bite him, too. Probably will. But, you know, when you get uh, to public relations and, and marketing, uh, you can have a mountain of bad press that's out there. But people are shallow. They don't dig that deep. So, in other words, somebody can have this monumental mountain of just negativity, like Joe is getting right now. And then all they've got to do is come back, a few positive stories, and put a cherry on top. And that's what people will remember, but they don't look at the base of the mountain that it's all manure. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what, you know, uh, marketing is. That's uh, that's what public, public relations uh, is. They're trying, speaking of marketing and public relations, it's, it's, they're trying so desperately 
to sell themselves as being uh, a really positive, uh, uh, achievement-packed administration when when you look at every single thing that they've done. I challenge any of my leftist friends, and I have them, any of my leftist friends to sit down with me and to tell me what Joe and Carmela have done that is positive and good for our country. Bill and I could sit here easily and rattle off uh, just one after the other of failures and, and, and the damage that they've done. But I ask you to tell me what you think Joe has done for our reputation, for our economy, for all of the things that we value, uh, for our security. Tell me, what has Biden done? And I don't, I don't think you'll come up with a darn thing. I no, think you won't. They'll come up with a list of things, but they're all false uh, narratives that they throw out there. That, oh, you know, like they're touting now that uh, now, thanks to Joe, uh, this year people are going to have more money in their pocket. How do you figure that? Because they're saying the cost of things are coming down. Uh-huh. Well, you raised them so astronomically high. Yeah, they might have dropped a little bit, but we're nowhere near what we were saving before you got into office two years ago. Look at the industry we come from, uh, broadcasting. I, every time you open a, uh, a, a trade magazine, another company is laying off people. Uh, mm-hmm. Just today, I opened up a trade magazine. Spotify is laying off a bunch of people. I mean, a lot of people. Odyssey laid off a bunch of people. Uh, Clear Channel, I, I think they laid off some people. Um, it just goes on and on. Amazon laid off a bunch of people. Boy, this is an eye-opening time to be living for the young people out there that they have the you know the the me 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 give me everything yeah. you got generation because and they're and they're tech jobs and all of a sudden they get pink slipped and they're like what what do you mean I'm pink slipped what do I get I lost my job see like you or me we knew that that was part we of life. Were yeah. Yeah. We knew that we were vulnerable all along. I mean, I remember when my dad had one job go away and I'm sitting there going, oh, wow. You know, uh, I guess, you know, I'm not going to be able to get that model airplane, you know, to go fly out in the field anymore, yeah. you know, yeah, or anything like that. But he had another job, mom, the same way. The kids today, they don't, they don't expect that. They, they don't know how to deal with that. That's true. That's very true. They they feel, and I don't. I'm not saying this lightly, but there's an entitlement that they have. I'm entitled to a job. What do you mean you're taking my job away? What do you mean my job is is not necessary? Uh, well, they've entitled. Uh, they've entitled a lot of segments out there, and you know, once you put them on the government teat, they they don't want to get off that teat. And I'm sorry, but <laughs> it well, doesn't work that way. Sooner or later. You, you've got to be weaned, and it may not be a friendly way that you get weaned. We have and to be, this goes back to be, we have to be tougher, and we've got to teach our kids to be tougher, more independent, more resilient, because we're getting, we're headed towards some darker times. If if things don't change, I don't see us getting any better anytime soon as a country. I see us getting weaker and weaker and uh, growing away from our greatness, you know? 
growing yeah. away from our greatness. Think about that for a second. We've been growing uh, as a nation for for centuries. We've gone from this little uh, idea to 13 colonies to uh, being a, uh, an industrial nation, to being a strong military power, to being a world leader. All those things were part of growth in the right direction. Now, if you look at us, especially under this administration, we become an also-ran nation. We're, we're headed downwards. People don't look at us anymore to fix the problems of the world because we can't fix our own. That's you the know, kind the sad of- thing is we have enough natural resources that we can continue to grow, you know, but we don't. We mismanage. We open up our borders. We invite everybody in. We entitle a lot of people. And, you know, our own, our own natural citizens are being swept to the wayside, you know, to the curb and, and discarded. And, and we have terrible. people. We have people who desperately want to believe that we're polluting the world. We are polluting the world. The United States of America. We are probably one of the cleanest nations in all of the world. And I, I look to China and third world countries, maybe a lot of countries in in South America and in uh, uh, Southeast Asia who aren't paying any attention to the environmental problem and just doing their own thing. I heard uh, an interesting fact that. There's a new coal-generating power plant going online in China every single week. Coal-powered plant. They don't give a rat's patootie as to, uh, about uh, whether the uh, air is clean or not. All they care about is generating electricity. So as we mm-hmm. become weaker and, and less uh, reliable when it comes to energy, they're becoming stronger. They're becoming stronger. We're letting our infrastructure fall by the wayside. You know, you look at California with all these fires, your old home state, all these fires. They're happening because they've made the rules so difficult to to check. Clean the shrubs out. That's exactly right. Clear cut. They won't allow... Uh, they won't allow ter- uh, communities and forest areas to clear cut the brush away, so that if a fire starts from a lightning storm, it doesn't spread to a uh, you know a, f- a hundred mile area. You know, well, it's- yeah, it gets bigger than that. I yeah. mean, it, it's it's crazy, and it's crazy why it's happening, but it does. And you know, there's something we can do about it, but no, it wouldn't be the proper thing to do. You talked about power. Pakistan, uh, just yesterday, they had millions of people without power. Now, they do plan power outages. How critical is uh, the world's electrical grid? Well, they have to do planned power outages. Now, they do it overnight when people are sleeping, but you know, then you got to bring the grid back on. You know, now if the grid is old or not in the best, you know, condition, you know, all of a sudden it doesn't come back on. You get these power fluctuations, which is what happened yesterday. You know, and then you think about, well, that would never happen here. Oh, really? We used to have rolling blackouts and our power grid right now, you know, it's really hard to figure out who owns the power grid. We know it's in ill repair and it's vulnerable to attack. You know, uh, you know, uh, a ten-year-old with a BB gun probably could take out your power grid in your neighborhood. What does what does that do to people who have uh, will have to use a CPAP at nighttime to uh, to to live and to breathe properly? A CPAP uh, machine 
if you have a power outage at, in the nighttime, they can't use their CPAP machines. Hospitals with people on life support. Uh, you've got uh, our food supply. Um, anybody that's ever managed a store, they know what happens when the power goes out or if the coolers that you keep everything in, right. they drop below a certain temperature get, or they go above a certain temperature. That's it. Everything's bad. You got to throw it wow. out. You know, wow. it's look there. If you sit there and think about everything that can be affected uh, and our grid is very uncertain. I don't want to say unstable, but very right. uncertain right now. It is. It is. Um, and it's not getting any more certain with this administration. He is not addressing the issues we're talking about. He's not fixing the problems. For example, the border, I was just reading today, Arizona's border, uh, it's almost lost, meaning the people who protect the border down there are at such a point, such a bad point that they're just about ready to admit there's no way they can protect us at all on that border because the other side has figured out ways to get around them. Yeah, and... They're not going to stop doing what they're doing. And even if we figured out a way to close our borders, finally, we get somebody in the office that's going to take it at hand. Has there been enough damage done that it's going to take years for us to self-correct us and write the book? Uh, God knows how long it's going to take to to fix the problems they've, they've caused. If you don't think it's intentional, by the way, uh, Katie Hobbs, the what I think is illegitimate governor of Arizona, uh, who I also believe uh, stole the election. People say, oh, you guys always say they stole the election. Well, let me tell you something. If they had a system in place to steal the election from Trump in 2020, that same system is then reactivated, only improved upon probably uh, in the 2022 midterms. And is that a stolen election? You know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, there's a good chance that it is a duck, you know? Well, what has happened over the years? What has changed in our elections? Um, the, well, we got computers now that tend to Mail-in do ballots. the elections. Yeah. Um, that, that didn't used to be a thing in the past. Uh, well, we have this. Now, pe- people argue the mail-in thing, you know, well, you look at the the certain people they can't get out and vote. They've always had mail-in. They've had hey, the, the, the when, servicemen. When Jimmy but, Carter, their their liberal president, Jimmy Carter, came out and said long before we had mail-in ballots, he said that's, the, that's a prescription for disaster in elections. There will be stolen elections everywhere if you institute mail-in ballots. Carter said that. And if he says it, uh, there's a good chance that he was right. Uh, they flooded the market. With mail-in ballots, you got people uh, who are getting four and five ballots uh, for their for themselves. You know, uh, Jim Harrington, Jay Harrington, James Harrington. All these people are getting ballots at the same address, right? That could be mm-hmm. the same guy. It is the same guy, but he's getting three ballots. And and now an honest person would say, "Well, I'm only going to use one of these." But there are a lot of people say, "Hey." I, there's three here I'm going to use, and they stuff them in the mail, and off they go, and that's that. Now, if you get caught, you know, you got three ballots that were mailed to you under 
variations with my middle initial, and then the next time with my middle name, right? and then just initials and the last name, and you vote all three times and they catch it, what's the penalty against you? Because you didn't print those ballots. You just got the illegal ballots. I thought I was supposed to use all of them. I, I was, they were all sent to yeah, me. Exactly. Exactly. It wasn't my but, fault. You know, but, you know, using radio as an example, you know, because we, we lived and died by the numbers. And, and uh, you know, a guy that was a friend of uh, Elvis, mm-hmm. a popular station in Memphis, one of the things that took him down, he did prison time for it, too. He had a friend that was a postmaster and said, look, you know, they mail out these diaries. You know, let's, let's get in cahoots. And everyone was going, how is that station staying number one all these years? And then they found out he was getting those diaries, and that was mail fraud and mail fraud. Yeah, sure. And that was prison time. But they tend to ignore it if the consequences hey, we, will penalize the left. When you see video, like in, if you saw 2,000 Mules, the movie, mm-hmm. uh, when you see people going to mailboxes and stuffing uh, 100 ballots in you know, at one time, uh, that's illegal. You, you know, you're not you, you're not supposed to be carrying the votes for other people to that's right. the voting place. You're supposed to use your your own vote, and that's it. Uh, but when you when you stuff bunches of of uh, ballots into the voting boxes, that's breaking the law. But nobody complains. Nobody in 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 government says, "Hey, wait a second, that's wrong. We really need to stop that now." We've got to well, rectify, including right including the Supreme Court bill. The Supreme yeah. Court is the is the largest disappointment in our society right now because they were the governor, meaning they were the, the like a governor on an engine. When an engine starts to uh, go too fast or, or go you know over, go mm-hmm. over speed, it comes up and it slows the engine down. It's a precautionary piece of the engine. Well, a regulator, it, yeah, it is. It, yeah. They are. Our regulator. They were supposed to come along and say, wait a second, we'll look at these cases. You're right. There's a lot of questions about this, and we should, uh, while it's still fresh in our minds, re-examine what happened here. But they didn't because they're nine cowards. I would say that the chief coward, Roberts, uh, is the worst of them all because he sets the course of that ship over there. At, at the Supreme Court, and he was, I think, responsible to, for the court turning their back on the problem. Yeah, that's true. And you're, you're talking about the uh, the Brunson brother case and what just recently happened, uh, which was a good question and challenge, one that they wanted to do. And then all of a sudden, you got no standing. Get out of here. I was thinking more actually of the 27 uh, uh, states, 28 states. Well, that's a, that's another yeah. case uh, case in point there, where they just threw it out. So. Yeah. You know, is there somebody else that these people actually answer to? I've always said it is the people's government. It is not the government of the elite and 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 the the people that we put into power to, you know, do what we want them to do. But apparently, you know, we have no say. You know, and, well, and, we're and, supposed and, to have say, and that's why they have elections. We're supposed to have the final well, say. Well, they've taken that away from us. Yeah. Yeah, they have taken that away. It's a puppet show. They have taken our only recourse away from us, and that was that we were supposed to be able to make change at the ballot box. If there was somebody doing a bad job, we were supposed to have the ability to remove them from office and put somebody in who we thought would do a a good job. But now 
They've taken that away from us. And by the way, it wasn't recent, Bill. It's not recent. This goes back decades. This goes mm-hmm. back long before computers. This goes back to the days of JFK when they were fixing elections in Chicago, when he, when, when his dad had the Chicago mob involved with throwing the Chicago election, uh, right. the uh, Illinois election. Uh, they had uh, Sam Giancana, who ran the Chicago mob, uh, stuff the ballots in, Ch- in Chicago so that Kennedy would win the Chicago uh, vote. And people say, well, what do you mean? Well, it did happen, folks. If you read history, you'll see that uh, the Chicago mob was involved. And by the way, one of the reasons why Kennedy was uh, assassinated, people believe, is that Kennedy turned on the Chicago mob. Once he became president, and he, you know, the Chicago mob felt they were owed something for swinging the election Kennedy's way, and all of a sudden, bammo. Uh, Kennedy has uh, his brother, Robert Kennedy, as the attorney general, and they're going after who? They're going after the mob. They're going mm-hmm. after the mob. They're digging up all the bad stuff on the mob, and all of a sudden the mob becomes a target. And the mob... Hey, you, don't, you don't mess with the family. Well, you know? hey, listen, and, and a lot of people feel that what happened in Dallas or what happened in that hotel, the Roosevelt Hotel, were a result of uh, the mob being involved. Let me just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Other people say it was the CIA. Some people say it was both. I'd say it was both. You know, if you really look at all the facts and you hear them, and you know, it is out there, but there's such a strong voice to say, oh, that's conspiracy, oh, that's all fake, because the media is controlled. It's owned by uh, by the sure. Illuminatis and uh, the elites and uh they were swinging the elections, uh, I mean, in 1960. We didn't realize it because we were very naive. We trusted. Because we still are naive. Nobody, nobody, they, they take what they hear from the news and they take it as gospel. And well, that's that. A lot of people do. A lot of people don't, thank God, because of social media. But, you know, the sad part about it is we can't trust uh, mainstream media in any form right now. I mean, we used to be able to trust Fox totally. I mean, when Fox came out and, and Roger Ailes ran it, his philosophy mm-hmm. was we are a conservative organization and here's, here's what we do. But when Roger Ailes was unceremoniously uh, removed from his position and then he subsequently died uh, and they put other people in place, including the Sons, who had liberal leanings, all of a mm-hmm. sudden Fox became what it is now, unreliable. It's an unreliable source. You know, you watch Fox and think, oh, boy, this is, this is interesting. And all of a sudden, they'll turn on a dime because that they're not committed to any philosophy anymore. They are uh, a rudderless ship. They are uh, like a sailboat with no wind. They're just floating around, uh, and they're not doing what they should do, and that's be uh, honest. And uh, with the exception, by the way, of Tucker and maybe Jesse Waters uh, to a, a limited extent, uh, but that's about it. Tucker, by the way, is uh, I think he's in such a position where he's got s- such strong ratings and uh, he's so uh, he's so needed for their revenue stream at Fox that he knows that he's in a position of, of power that few people in the business have. Meaning, yeah, you know, leave, leave me alone. I'm doing my show the way I want to do my show. You know, you know, he's he's got a he's 
He's on target with his opinions. Uh, he's he's got a powerful platform. Uh, but I would sit there and tend to say that uh, there are people that would like to find a way to push him off that platform. Oh, I, I many times I'll hear him do something on his program, and I'll think, boy, that's I hope, it. I hope he has somebody else start his car. Yeah, because he's in Washington, folks. What else is it in Washington? Uh, the deep state, uh, the three-letter agencies are in Washington D.C. Uh, when you start going after them publicly on television, uh, that doesn't always sit well. I'm sure. Uh, I think he's not got healthy a- to do that. Let's just say it that way. That's probably the best way to put it. I was watching a, a television program uh, yesterday. Uh, it's a limited series on Netflix called Kaleidoscope. It was very right. good. It was very good. But in the course of one of the episodes, somebody says, "Well." You got to be careful about so and so because uh, uh, if they get irritated with you, uh, they can they can send somebody to uh, meet you on the street, and shake your hand, you know, for for no good reason, and then you walk three or four steps later and you collapse. And that ended up happening, by the way, in the series. You know, later on in another another episode, uh, somebody's walking on the street and uh, someone comes up to him. Can you tell me how to get to Union Station? And he gives directions, and then, oh, thank you, thank you, and he grabs the person's hand, and he thanks you very much, thank you, and they walk away, and then the innocent, the victim starts to cross the street and collapses. And I thought to myself, that's not just fiction, folks. That can happen. In our society, they can do just about anything if they want to. It's, oh, yeah. It, it's kind of dangerous. Um, kind of like the, uh, yeah, the story of spies and... And how they used to sit there and, of course, sometimes the carrier of the poison got the poison themselves, too. What was it they used to use? Plenonium or whatever it's called. That, yeah, there, there was a Russian. Plenonium. There was a Russian exile in London who was murdered with uh, with with that. And, and when they found out what it was and diagnosed it, all they could do is isolate them because they have no treatment for it. It just... It just kills you, and there's nothing they can do about it. But there was a guy who was walking down the street. This happened about 40 years ago. I mean, this is when it was the old Soviet Union. And, mm-hmm. and he was in London. He's walking by somebody, and that somebody who was he was walking by had a, an umbrella with a little pin on the end of it. And as they're walking yeah. by, the the guy just brushes the pin, just jabs him. It, almost, it looked like it was by accident. You know, yeah. boom. And, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. And he kept walking away, and a few minutes later, the guy collapses. There's all kinds of agents they can they can introduce to you that are sudden, and that's but it. The, the interesting thing is this one here in the, in the show was simply a handshake. And I thought to myself, well, how can they do that? If somebody has, like, a glove on, you know, mm-hmm. and they shake your hand, and they walk away, they're okay. But you're not. And a lot of stuff can be fentanyl, for example. When you see a police uh, uh, group uh, uh, find a bunch of fentanyl, they don't just grab it. Most times they back away from it until they get the hazmat people in there to uh, make sure that it's okay to handle because fentanyl is an incredibly dangerous uh, drug. You, you can get it through your hands. You can absorb it just by picking up three or four of the darn things, you know? You you can uh, breathe it, and it, it can kill you. 
Yeah, just one can do it. Yep. Fentanyl is is terrible, and it's it's the current Chinese. I I, I don't want to call it a knockoff because. Fentanyl is actually a, a drug that's used in uh, operations and things like that. It's actually, yeah, and yeah. really, it's 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 when somebody's on the final leg and they're in pain, like a cancer patient patient or something like that. You'd give them a fentanyl and they would feel good. But it's just to ease the pain until their final moment comes. Uh, but you know, then some people turned it into like a party thing because you feel so good and whatever. Well, what gets uh, me is they they. There's no controls where they make it. I mean, they they'll make it in a back room now. They'll they'll pound it up with a hammer. You know, they'll mix it with a uh, in the most uh, unsterilized environments, uncontrolled environments. You know, we have it made in a pharmaceutical company, and there's strict you know methods that are used to make the stuff so that you know exactly what's in every single dose. And who was it that said this? Somebody said this a couple of days ago, and it's so true. It's not the uh, the people who use fentanyl that uh, I worry about. It's the people who think they're buying another medication online that is a normal medication, you know, uh, something that they've used by a doctor at home, and they figure, oh, I can buy that online. College kids, this happens to them a lot. So they'll order it from some company in Timbuktu. Well, I can get it for half the price. You know, even things like, God forbid, Viagra online. Well, you yeah, there was Viagra, there was a thing, it was years ago, but people were buying that online without the doctor's prescription. Right. And then what they were getting, it looked like the real thing. And sometimes it was something as simple as cement. Yes, yeah, so, you know, all it had in common with the real thing was the color. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. You know, and, well, the, the, it still goes on today. It all comes from China. You know, people talk about uh, cocaine, and then there was, uh, what was it, um, uh, crystal meth, right. you know, that, that, that they would manufacture. Well, that goes back thousands of years to the Chinese soldiers. Uh, China did that. They wanted to have, uh, you know, super warriors. Uh, Hitler did it, too. You yeah. Know, he's basically came up with the kind that you could cook up and do, and he was on it too. But with uh, you can still, I think, get the what's legal um, uh, crystal meth online. They call it bath salts, not like the bath salts that you take a bath right. with, but that's what they call it. But what happens is, you know, drug enforcement can't keep up with it. So what they do is they say, well, we can't outlaw it, but we can, we can outlaw the way that they make it. So what will happen is if you have this, 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 and this ingredient, you can't have that. It's illegal, and that'll get you time. So these people in China will go, well, okay. An alchemist will go, we can take this one ingredient out and replace it with this ingredient. And there's so many variations the of thing how is, they can make it. The thing is where the, they can't find where these things are being made. They're being made in in back rooms in in old oh, yeah. warehouses. They're being made uh, on farms. They're being made in the darndest places. They can't enforce anything. You can have all the rules in the world, but this stuff is being made in bathrooms in tubs. Uh, uh, it's just it, it's sad. And you know, getting back to the college kids, they think they're getting something for uh, that'll help them stay up so they can study, and they're getting mm -hmm. poison. 
they're getting poisoned by these people. And it's, it's an intentional act. It's an intentional act. When you're selling something that's supposed to be innocent and it's got fentanyl in it, you're trying to murder somebody. I don't care what anybody says. You know? I mean, they if, want your money. You give them the money. You might die from the consequences of that transaction. But the power of what they're selling that, you know, is, is so overwhelming. And by the way, overlook another consequence. This is another thing that our administration has allowed to happen. This is another thing that is, is happening now. And the Biden administration has allowed because they've left our border wide open. People are pouring across with this crap, this poison, and it's, and, and they're, they're infiltrating our, our country and they're, spreading it. They're disseminating this stuff all over the world. We're losing thousands of our citizens and we're not doing a blessed thing. Washington, D.C. is not doing a thing. They are, they're falling down on the job. These people are reprehensible who are running our country right now. They can sit there. Carmela can sit across from Joe glad-handing each other and telling each other how wonderful we are when in reality they are destroying everything that's good about this country. Well, let's take dear old Joe. You know, they're trying to give him a pass on all these documents. But, you know, he is no, you know, he is no better than a, a, a common drug dealer on the street, and he profits from, from it. Going back to 2014, you know, with the documents, and Hunter having control of those documents and giving it to a partner now, these are top-secret classified documents, you know, that they profited from. So and in 2014, no way in hell did Joe have any authority. And even when he was the vice president, he never had authority to declassify documents. But he took them, and he used them, and he used them for profit. And that is a fact. And the fact that now that we know all of this— End of debate. That is treason. If you want to read this for yourself, what Bill just said, uh, go to the New York Post. Look under Miranda Devine's, uh, one of her most recent articles. She talks all about it. Uh, I mean, Bill said 2014. Uh, it says here, according to emails uncovered from the laptop from hell, Hunter Biden sent his business partner, Devin Archer, a very detailed email on the Ukraine on April 13th, 2014, just one week before Joe Biden visited the Ukraine to meet with their prime minister. That's, and it goes on and on and on. What Bill said is true. This is not something new. Uh, it would appear that Biden has been using classified documents for his own benefit for at least a decade, but they've got some documents that he's had since he was a senator, so it's probably decades. Yeah, and you know what? Everyone's trying to trivialize how many documents there are. And I would sit there and go, you know, for as long as the guy's been here and they date back and they keep going, well, we got more and more documents. I don't think, I think if we knew the actual amount of documents oh, I know. that are really out there, it would just be staggering. Why is this man still walking as a free man posing as a legitimate president? I'm sorry, 
But Joe, if you're so cooperative, step down and clear your name and show me how you're going to clear your name because you can't. I'm probably not going to get this right, but they released a statement saying they found six more units of documents. What's a unit? That's exactly what I. That it, sounds like a. That sounds like a yeah, warehouse. It could have been six filing cabinets of documents, right? But they made it sound like they. We found like six, six documents. Yes, yeah, six documents. Six more units of documents. Well, you know, uh, how about being straight with us? And where is the FBI? Why isn't the FBI going in there just like they did with uh, Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago? By the way, they went into uh, a former president who had the ability to declassify documents. They went into his house. They, they took him out of his safe, his secured safe. They had been negotiating with, with Trump. I don't know that you're aware of this. They had been negotiating about these documents for months. It wasn't mm-hmm. – they weren't uh, – there was no issue here. Trump wasn't trying to hide the fact that he had documents. He was talking about which documents they could have and which they couldn't, he, in his es- estimation. And all of a sudden, out of the clear blue sky, one day they arrived with a SWAT team, basically, with their uh, M4s and... Uh, Whatever they had, yeah. Yeah, and they, they go in and they look like they're storming the castle. You know, a question that I have, you know, Joe never had the authority. But obviously, there are documents from when he was vice president. And we know that uh, Obama took documents out on a thumb drive, okay? But he technically had authority because he could, like Trump, declassify documents. Did Obama know about Joe handling any documents? Heck, I think this is Obama's third term. I think he knew everything. I think Obama, well, Obama, you know, he did an interview once. You probably saw the interview. Where they said, "Would you like to be uh, president again?" He said, "No, ideally, my my perfect situation yeah. would be if I would if I could do the uh, administration work from my house in my sweats and just uh, just talking to somebody's earpiece and give them instructions." I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he said. And everybody kind of laughed, like, "Oh, isn't that great?" But he was talking the truth. It's what he really wants to do. I think that's what he's doing now. Yeah, you know Obama, just to clear clear this up, he actually, you know, the media would have you believe in the history, you know, the, the media tells, would have you believe that Obama was probably one of the best presidents we ever had. And that simply is not true. Wow. He's been given a pass, and you can you can call it a pass for whatever reason you want to call it a pass. But he has not been that popular of, right. of a president. At he, all. When he came in, was it a few a few days before uh, the election where he said, we're on the verge of changing the United States, of, of fundamentally changing our country? Fundamentally. You know, that's, and, that, that term or that phrase has been around for a while, and it all goes back to the elites, you know, when they, they wanted to fundamentally change uh, the United States. Uh, hell, they wanted to do that with Bohemian Grove. The Bilderbergers wanted to well, do that. The World Economic Forum wants to do that. And they say they're going to do you that. You know, what drives me nuts and uh, has for years is when I hear somebody, especially on the left, say, well, you know, the Constitution is a living, breathing document, meaning it, it's it's susceptible to change. It's a living, right. breathing document. That's not the case. The Ten Commandments 
is not a living, breathing document. When it it's says, an absolute. Yeah, when it says, thou shalt not kill, that that isn't up for a negotiation, okay? It, that's the way it is. And I would submit that the Constitution is the same way. These people put this, they put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They didn't put it down on paper so that people, two hundred years later, could say, "Well, what they really meant was this." And let's just fudge this around and adjust this. No, that's not how something so fundamental works. Well, look at Kamala here over this past weekend. Now she says she's pro woman's choice. Really, what she is, she is uh, pro anti life. Is what she is. She took creative liberties. Uh, talking about uh, the right to life yeah. and uh, rewriting that well, or omitting it from the Constitution. And then she said, well, you know, we can leave uh, that uh, creator part yeah, out if, of a tool. As a matter of fact, I have the audio. Listen. We collectively believe and know America is a promise. America is a promise. It is a promise of freedom and liberty. Not for some, but for all. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence, that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Okay, did you catch that? Did you Mm -hmm. catch it? endowed by our creator is how it's written to yeah. to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness but she took the the right to life out she took creator out yeah you know because it suits her and you know she is correct in that it is a promise but when you make a promise you keep a promise and you don't change the the terms of the promise, and she's changing the entire terms of the promise. Who gave her the frickin' right to do that? But I think the left did. I think the left has been pushing stuff. They don't stuff. have the authority to Bi- do you it. You know, Biden has done stuff like that on he and does off. does it all the time. All the time. He drops you know, God out of this. But how about when he was running for president and he said, uh, you know, uh, you know that guy, you know that thing. Remember when he did that, that he... That thing you know, was yeah, God. You know, you know, you know, you know the guy, the guy. The one thing, nation the under, under, under you, you, you know that thing. Yeah, you know well, that thing. It was almost like he was afraid to say God because a lightning would strike in and burst into flames. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly you don't want right. that to happen on national TV. Yeah, I it mean, could ruin you know, the whole program. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have his asbestos suit on, you know, and, uh, on that particular. But day. you know, he's a good Catholic. Oh, he's a good Catholic. Bull yeah. crap! You know, yeah. now the big story or the big question in, in DC is who's sabotaging Biden with you know the document scandal and uh, his run or his bid for president in twenty twenty four. You know, well, uh, I would venture to say, could it be Biden himself from his past doings and dirty deeds? Well, but- what, whatever's happening with Biden is going to be uh, pushed to the side soon. Watch. Mark my words. Some major stories going to come along, maybe some more Antifa riots in, in some more cities. And all of a sudden, all of the networks will send their camera crews down, and they'll be covering all that wall-to-wall, and all of the 
the uh, classified document problems and stories will be swept under the under the rug, and you won't hear much about it. It'll be pushed well, away. Well, you have to have a story that's bigger than that to divert the attention. What would be bigger than well, look a what national happened. scandal? But look what happened two years ago when, when they started burning Seattle and uh, Portland. All of a sudden, it was wall-to-wall coverage, and everything was pushed by the wayside. Do you remember that uh, terrible accident in... Uh, not accident, that bear, terrible attack in, was it Wisconsin, where they were having a parade at Christmas time, the uh, marching grandmothers, uh, dancing grandmas, or what they were, and they were, that guy went through the crowd in a, an SUV and, and killed a bunch of innocent people. I think it was eight people died. And yeah, all, it was terrible. Yeah. But they were able to sweep that under the carpet because it wasn't their narrative. It wasn't what, something they wanted to talk about. And nobody talked about that, that, uh, that story. The well, fact- let's take another big story that's out there right now. And the simple fact is, well, who is winning the Russian-Ukraine war? Well, the Ukraine's really not winning it. And, you know, you can say the Russians aren't winning it. So they're kind of at this impasse, but there is no negotiation going on. There's, there's no give or take, you know, to, to settle this thing. And we're giving them more hardware, more money, billions of dollars. Oh, we're, we're sending over the Abrams tanks. They didn't get the no. uh, the Leopard from Germany. We're not sending the Abrams tanks yet. That's not that's not yet. It hasn't happened yet. They no. were going to. No, they. Well, it's good been, thing we're not. Well, they've been pushing for it. Even guys, Republicans like, uh, um, was it Republican? Is it Mike McCall uh, from mm. uh, Mike McCall from Texas? I think it's Mike, but it's uh, I know his last name. Yeah, Michael McCall from Texas. He desperately wants us to send uh, M1 Abrams tanks over to the Ukraine. Well, he's and, an idiot. Yeah, he well, six months ago he was saying the same guy, we should audit every dime going to the Ukraine. Something happened over the last few months with this guy where he went from being a guy who wanted to, to go cautiously and to audit what they're doing with our money to send them whatever they need. Send them well, tanks, we, send them money. We are training Ukrainians, how to use the Patriot missiles. Right. So, you know, we've got that. There's good hardware that we're sending that we're depleting from our own stockpile to give to them. And I'm just saying, at some point in time, there's going to be a key of desperation. One one quick story before we wrap it up here. Facebook parent company Meta, which I'll never figure out why they dropped that. Uh, It used to be Facebook was Facebook, and that's it. Now, they have a parent company, Meta, has removed the Azov Regiment, a controversial unit within the Ukrainian National Guard with alleged to far-right political leanings. I like how they do this, alleged. No, it's fact. Just do your homework, whoever wrote this, from its list of dangerous individuals and organizations. They were considered a dangerous organization because they were Nazis, okay? They were Nazis. They bragged about it. They have pictures... Pictures of the battalion holding the swastika, the Nazi flag. They're very proud of it. It's not like they're keeping it a secret. When they asked uh, Zelensky about it, he said they are what they are, meaning I can't do a thing about it, but we need them. Uh, So all of a sudden, Facebook says, hey, you know, uh, we're not going to. We're not going to restrict them anymore. They can have a web page if they want to, the Azov Battalion. Speaking of web pages, we have a uh, CRN America uh, Facebook page, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. And all you've got to do is just type in CRN America. It should come up, or you should see it right there. And uh, 
you go to it, you can click on the stream. It is a, a continual stream of, um, you know, the, the most recent shows. So right. We have that and, uh, going you, all the time. It's a great way to contact us using our Facebook page. Uh, you can also send us an email at uh, mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at itsanotherday.com, or mail at crnamerica.com. And we have a phone number, too, don't we? Yeah, we do. I never give the phone number, but uh, what is it? It's 833-538-7868. Oh, you said that with such conviction. You just pulled that off the top of your head. I like how you did that. One more time for the folks at home. What was that Uh, number again? 833-538-7868. That's 833-538-7868. Out of town. Call today, and you will get a free... Yes. Uh, trip to Hawaii. Whoopee cushion. A trip to Hawaii, no expenses paid. <laughs> there you go. And that virtual whoopee cushion. Yes. Uh, or you can call Lackawanna, 84,000. Operators are laying by. Uh, yeah, anyway. Are being laid off, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, we're done. Have a wonderful day today, whatever you're doing. And uh, with a little bit of luck, uh, we'll do it again tomorrow and have a lot more to talk about. I think we won't yeah, have a problem. It's, it, there's always news happening in the making. And, uh, you know, the document scandal is not going to go away. It's going to keep growing and growing and growing. Uh, it's just uh, well, what I just they're going to. I, I think you're going to see it. You're going to see more riots or some major stories going to happen that will take the spotlight away from the document scandal and uh, with the hopes that they will just skate. We do have another environmental thing that's going on. Uh, Scientists, I think it was in Popular Science, they said, the the core of the world has quit spinning, you know, the the center of the earth. Oh, really? Yeah, it stopped. Now they say it happens every, what is it? uh, What does that do for gravity? Does that change our gravitational situation or, you know? Well, they say this happens every seven centuries, and then uh, the, the spin reverses, so... Uh, I don't know if that changes uh, the, the political polls, but um, who knows? <laughs> you know, but I liken it to like a dog with fleas, you know? The, uh-huh. You know, a dog's out there and going, I got fleas. He stops and shakes and the fleas fall off. Well, you know, maybe the planet's getting ready to do the same thing. It's going super. It's going to shake the fleas off the planet. Yeah, and we're the fleas. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Bill. Adios. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>